Hi there, and welcome back again to season two of the Sniff Perfume podcast. I'm Nicola Thomas. Our guest today is from an area of fragrance that is often entirely overlooked. You've probably used his products hundreds of times and not even thought about it. In fact, I almost guarantee that in passing through a perfume store or a departure lounge at an airport, you'll have picked up one of his products. I think it's fair that it isn't the sexiest side of the fragrance industry, but it's nevertheless a vital part of how we experience smell. Joining us today is Andy Hudson from the world's leading dedicated supplier of scent strips or tester blotters. Try saying that fast. Otherwise known as those little bits of paper or card that you spray fragrance on when you want to test it out. Hi there, Andy. How are you doing? Hi, not so bad, Nicola. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Excellent. Now, you're, you're in charge of the world's leading dedicated provider of scent strips. Just how many is that in a year? Uh, oh, in a year. Well, it's certainly in about five, I think just over nearly six years, we've done over 60 million. Um, it, it obviously can vary. Uh, we always say we can do anything from a thousand to several million. And, uh, and we usually we do in a year. Uh, obviously, this year has uh, been a bit less. Uh, but we, have, we, we do. Uh, we, <laughs> it runs into quite a lot, of, uh, quite a big uh, quantity uh, per year. Yeah, that's crazy. 60 million. Wow. And scent strips, you know, can you convince us that they're sexy and that we should pay them more attention? Uh, well, yes, because uh, they're the ones that sell the fragrance in some ways. You can have a great smell, but how are you going to test it in a sort of neutral, carefree manner that, uh, uh, that allows you to test several ones? Um, from a marketing point of view, um, the majority of them that we do are, are branded. So it's a great way of elevating uh, companies' brands. So that you remember, and you can just, you know, they're portable. You can pick them up and take them with you. You, they, you can recycle them because they're all made from FSC accredited uh, absorbent boards. So, um, uh, and if you look at some really clever ones, designs, we've done some. I mean, we, we, we can do the very basic ones. They're just one color black on a, on a white absorbent board, but we can do embossed ones, foiled, embossed, uh, different shapes, shapes that start look like bottles or perfumes. and. And uh, so uh, you, you find some very clever design uh, ones that, we, yeah, that are out there, and, that, and we do a lot of them. Yeah, and it's funny how they are something that is, you know, you, you, as, a, as somebody who likes fragrance, you, you use a lot. And I've ne- before meeting you and talking to you, I'd never really considered um, the scent strip and why that is important. And from conversations we've had, I know that there are, there are in fact, different types of strips do you want to run us through the main types and what they all do and how they differ? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the sort of common one tends to be a rectangular one that's used. You will find uh, in retail stores that generally is used for spraying. Um, quite often, they'll have a logo at one uh, one end of the strip, uh, so ninety percent of the strip uh, will have no branding on it, and that allows for uh, absorbing the fragrance and usually for fine spraying. Um, and very narrow, uh, what they call tapered strip, um, which is a pointed end, that allows for dipping into bottles. So quite often in aromatherapy or CBD oils, they'll dip the, the, the strip into the uh, bottle uh, and so it fits into the actual rim. Uh, and then we have uh, ones, uh, tapered ones with creases in them. So they might see one which got a, a, so it looks like an arrow, They'll have a crease down the middle, as though you're making a paper plane, <laughs> and uh, down that crease, so that's sort of folded into a V, and that allows um, the perfumer to pour oil droplets 
into uh, it's like a little dam come reservoir so it holds the scent the scented oil more some offer heavy scented oils pure perfumes um so that they're the sort of three applications we use but we do different sort of shapes and sizes and we do a, a business card tester that um it's basically like a business card but on absorbent board and that allows for salespeople to uh put their contact details on the front on the reverse you can then use it as a as a botter um and obviously the majority of them strips but then we do different shapes and so i mean we've done butterflies um we've done roses we've done bottle tops we've done bottles um in fact we once had a request can we do the skyline of new york um that was maybe a step too far but we have done sort of several very um christmas tree we've done a christmas tree one which was exactly like a christmas tree it was all um pointy and things like that which is uh especially uh, uh which was used um obviously at the uh, christmas period for the christmas shopping yeah that's fantastic because i was going to ask you actually what the most unusual shaped strip you've been asked to make is and i i wouldn't have imagined that the new york skyline would have been <laughs> one of the options <laughs> well well we could have done it We'd have, we couldn't do exactly how they wanted it um but what you have to remember is that uh the the, the cost of the cutting we have a special laser cut die for that and some marketing uh, creative people can have brilliant creative ideas, but you've got to marry it up with what's achievable and the cost of that. Um, so sometimes we'll go through ideas and we will try and work with a client so that they will they know what the bu- what budget they've got and we'll advise best for that budget and the main use of how it's going to actually have been used for testing their, their scent. Yeah. So is the material that it's actually made of important then, you know, because I imagine that um, you need a something that doesn't have it, its own smell so that the fragrance is the predominant thing that you smell? Yeah, they tend to be sort of neutral. I mean, everything, everything smells. So every board and paper will smell, but we use ones which are uh, more neutral than others so that they will, um, that allows for different, because uh, every, every fragrance is, is different. Uh, and we don't just use them just for scents. Ours are, it's for testing smells. So we have customers, like I think mentioned CBD oil. We have some customers who, who use it for cigarette vapors. We've once had Campbell's soup where they wanted it to smell soups. We've, we have uh, Irish distillers who have them for uh, smelling whiskies. Um, so it, it's, to, it's basically be able to test and evaluate smells. Predominantly, they are used in perfumes, you know, and predominantly in retail. Um, uh, and the branded ones are for uh, uh, the ones at retail. And then we do plain unbranded ones, which quite often are in the lab uh, for perfumers or um, possibly a, a journalists like yourself who are, who are testing various fragrances who might purchase some um, for a magazine and they're just testing within, within the office. Um, mm. So so the boards, majority of them tend to be white. Um, Mosses are we cost. We can do tinted ones, but there's limits limitations on that. And there's different grades uh, of absorbency um, and the fibres and um, and the texture. Some clients like quite a smooth, um, bright white um, surface, uh, and then we get other ones who want they want say recycled ones that look recycled. You know, so um, mm. and, and recycles come up uh, just recently more into the fall but all our boards are uh, fsa accredited which is the forestry stewardship council so basically it's all from sustainable forests so it's you know and, and as i say you can recycle 
uh, the, the, the the blotters as well. So, um, and that gets back into the system. And, and all all the blotters actually, because they're, they're uncoated boards, so they they have they, when they produce they 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 produce more environmentally friendly than possibly other uh, boards and papers that have got coatings on. Uh, and they go mm. back into the system. They'll all have uh, a recycled content uh, in there. Um, so it's yeah. It, it, so when I said sixty million, but we knew them responsibly. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's great that environmental issues are um, finding their way onto your radar as well, because I'm sure there'll be further developments in that. You know, going forward, um, presumably, you know, about how we recycle them, and you know. That's evolving. All it's an evolving thing all the time, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. And we're always on the lookout for you know, new materials that that can actually do the job. But we do have possibly seven or eight boards that we use on a regular basis because they're the ones that our clients and and predominantly tend to be sort of high end clients. Yeah. So we will always recommend certain boards that that within their budget and what they're trying to achieve and what should do the job. But we'll we'll send them samples so they can test it themselves so that they're happy that it's doing the actual job uh, and as i say all clients their fragrances their perfumes are all different uh, and the and the environments they can be in can be different so um that's always the best way that we start uh, when we're producing but we have an online shop that you know we have bags of testing strips that people go online buy and uh, and they're off the shelf and we, and we dispatch you know the next day and uh, and that's more of a sort of standard grade. It's a 300 gram board. Um, we we say boards. Some people might call it card. Um, cards tend to be or boards. Uh, the classification is really when you get to above 200 gram. Um, if you think a standard business card is sort of between 300 gram and 400 gram, that, that's the sort of weight of boards that we uh, absorbent boards that we use. Uh, so it's got plenty of rigidity, mm. plenty of strength, and absorbency. But I have seen. Um, within the marketplace of of, of, of bottles that are um, uh, less than two hundred gram, but I we don't do that. We do, we would never recommend that because the more, like any liquid, the more you uh, spray onto it, it absorbs. If you can imagine spraying onto a, a piece of uh, photocopy and paper, um, it goes very limp because because paper is actually made up of over ninety percent water. <laughs> hard to imagine but so so it's you know the more liquid you put onto that so we knew certain boards that will absorb that uh the, the perfumes uh correctly you mm. know and, and and so they can showcase the scent sure yeah so when when you're walking through places like you know harvey nicks or a, a departure lounge at an airport are you looking at the blotters thinking oh that's one of mine or Oh, that one's not quite good. You know, as good quality as mine. <laughs> uh, well, yes. In fact, that one I just mentioned about saying it was it was it was in a very well known high street in a shop in uh, London, a world famous one, uh, and the perfume brand was from North America, and I think the the retail of the bottle was something like two hundred pound, and I just thought, well, you could have actually spent a bit more money on your blotters. We didn't do them, you see. Uh, in fact, whenever anyone's gone on holiday, because uh, we do. We have done uh, obviously this year, maybe not as much, but we have done uh, both in the UK and in North America and Australia, and uh, even even the Maldives. We have the Maldives airport always orders. Um, we have people who say, "Oh, I've just picked these uh, these uh, these strips up. Is this what you do for uh, you know 
so-and-so uh, company and we say oh yeah yes we do them or no we don't we don't do them uh and or they might even say well you know this board should be better people it's amazing people bring them back as souvenirs and then pass them to me and i'm thinking well um that's nice but um uh, have you got have you got another souvenir from your, your trip to uh, <laughs> paris or wherever you know so you're not only the um, world's leading dedicated supplier of scent strips, you're also the world's leading collector of other people's <laughs> scent strips. Well, people do. I mean, you might find on places like eBay, people will sell them and, and they will, you know. I mean, when I was a child, I used to collect beer mats, you know, which maybe it's a similar board is beer mats. We, we do have, uh, we do use a beer mat board for uh, two or three clients because it's very, very high end, but the the, the, the material it's very off-white and it's very it's, it's a recycled stock um so it's a, it's a cheap it's, it's a cheaper stock um but yeah i used to collect beer mats when i was a child so maybe you know i'd never imagined <laughs> when i grew up actually i'll be doing dealing with paper and board you know yeah well if there's any collectors of uh, scent strips out there do get in touch because we'd love to hear from you oh, absolutely. yeah and, and, yeah well if we've got one or two that you know that if they're you know looking for we might be able to help you know depending on who it is because obviously we do have certain clients it's kind of confidentiality that we we do work with you know and uh and we do celebrity ones which uh, uh fragrances which you know um uh, we do the, the artisan independent perfumers, um, which are more personal. Uh, but then we do, we have celebrity fragrances, which we have to some, sometimes sign various contracts. <laughs> so, mm. You don't put a clause into your contract then saying, I've got to meet the celebrity? Uh, no, but we are, we have met uh, a couple of celebrities, which uh, I'm allowed to name drop. Or do we want to? Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, you yeah. might have heard that Richard E. Grant, the uh, actor, uh, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, he has Jack perfume. Um, lo- uh, obviously, we, we've spoke. He, he, uh, Richard is very much hands-on, um, so he ordered him um, the bottles initially, and then we met met up. Um, I think it was last year, year before, um, and still, obviously, we, they order from us, which is great. Uh, and we were just um, a rock band that uh, uh, I, I can't see who they are now, but. Um, one of the members mm. of the rock band that we've just spoke with them and supplied some strips to them last week. And we have very sort of like, you know, uh, other ones that we don't ever meet. Um, we know that. I mean, end of the day, we will have the same level of service, whether it's an independent person starting up from the kitchen table to a, a multi-global national or a, a celebrity. We, we we operate the same. We treat everybody the same. We are triple, you know, a typical Yorkshire company where it's value. We're honest. We try to advise and we, you know, we'll, um, under uh, under promise and over deliver you know that's what we aim to do and uh, you know so far it's been you know we, we seem to be successful at it you know yeah of course yeah and i suppose unless you've been hibernating this year you've got to know that we've been living with a coronavirus pandemic and that's resulted in lockdowns and restrictions certainly across this country and generally across many parts of the world how has that affected how people smell and test fragrances and how have you adapted to cope with this change in demand? Uh, well, well uh, obviously when the lockdown happened, um, everywhere was cl- closed for the first two or three months, um, both retailers and manufacturers. The majority of our clients tend to be retailers. Um, so all the, the tested bottle strips and cards were, were just basically sat in warehouses, not getting used. Um and obviously, we were not getting any sales. Um, but rather than, you know, we just thought we'd, we would just, just see how the land sort of laid from the point of view of where the world was going and, and how we were going to sort of go from there. Um, 
but we, our sales started picking up slowly. Um, we, we looked at the whole marketplace and 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 how how people are going to sample scent, and we realised that that as uh, was going to change. And certainly, when the shops reopened with social distancing measures and uh, wearing face coverings. A lot of people, not quite, you know, consumers were not going to be too keen on that. And, and even this week, we, we've heard that footfall was, has been reduced by a third in, uh, in September in the UK. So, so we have been a print management company. We've come back to some of our uh, other services that we've we, we've offered over the years, but we've haven't uh, haven't uh, you know, we haven't had as much demand for. Uh, and one of them was swipe and smell, uh, which is basically for a lot of people scratch and sniff, where it's a scented uh, varnish that you uh, we apply to some printed uh, literature, like brochures and things, uh, flyers. So for a perfume company, so you just basically brush your fingers, swipe as you do with like your phone over the, the brochure and it releases a scent. And um, that's quite, a, uh, it's been around for a while, but it, it sort of went out of fashion. And uh, so we brought that back. Uh, and we've also, with that, we've actually done direct mail, which is scented direct mail. And um, we've sort of combined the two. And uh, we're now offering this scented direct mail, mail service called MailScent. And basically, it, the idea is it allows our customers, which are perfume retailers, to um, send us their scented oil, uh, send us their database. We print their brochure for them with a, uh, their perfume that's um, applied to the uh, brochure and then mail it out to their customers who were possibly sat at home, working from home, um, shopping online. But it allows them, whether it's a perfume or whether it's a soap or whether it's a scented candle, to actually smell the actual uh, the scent. Um, and then they don't have to go uh, into the shop um, if they're not very keen on doing that or they can't do that. But there's still allows them to actually smell and sample the, the scent that the uh, retailers so you, you, Yeah, so you're investigating these kind of um, innovative ways of getting around the whole coronavirus. Um, because, I, you know, I know myself that um, I'm, I've not really been to very many stores since it happened or since it, you know, really took took hold. And, um, yeah, so the idea of the scent coming to you is, um, you know, it's, it's far preferable to a lot of people, I'm sure. What about um, these little envelopes that people are putting fragrances in? Oh, well, we, we supply um, two types, uh, clear envelopes and, and, and silver foil. Silver foil ones are quite often mm. used with food stuffs like coffees. You might have seen the little pouches. because uh, But we use clear ones because it allows the perfumer to showcase their brand. So they'll, they'll, they'll have a, a branded uh, test of water strip and they can, you know, or we can, um, it depends on their circumstance. Um, apply the scent by spraying it onto the blotter, put it into the clear envelope, and then uh, obviously either sending it out if it's uh, an inquiry, say online, or when we've had several retailers in the last few months uh, actually doing that in store, um, putting it on the actual shelf in store that allows the customer to come into the store, either pick the pack up of the scented strips of the perfume take it away with them or they can actually open up in store uh smell the scent uh and and then decide if they want to purchase it, it allows obviously the customer to, to do it in a safe way uh and they're not touching lots of things i mean because some of the, the sort of high street retailers now that they have the, the, a lot of the butter strips have now disappeared they're, they're behind the counter 
So using clear envelopes allows to test the samples in a, in a safe way, um, the, the little packs, that were, uh, and being sort of mm. clear cellophane, they can actually be cleanly, you know, wiped. So it sort of helps everybody, uh, you know, in a sort of safe, sort of different sort of way of sampling it. Maybe not quite as ideal, but I don't think it's going to last forever. Um, but, the, you know, and so before they can take the pack home with them and even go, and purchase online and it really is a problem that even 12 months ago we didn't realize we were going to have to solve isn't it <laughs> no well i mean when i said the swipe and smell um it has been around for a number of years but it went to i suppose out of fashion whereas now it, it makes sense uh, you know uh kind of phrases that you can you can have an idea of you know what perfume like and then you can purchase online or if you're a clever marketing person for a perfume company, you you will offer a voucher to, which is redeemable in store. Um, so it, it'll encourage clients to go in, and if they already know what the perfume mm. is that they, they like, they can purchase it quickly. Um, uh, you know, so these are the sort of things that um, that you know retailers have, have you know are trying to get around, and um, it, it is challenging. Um, but I, I mean, for instance, um, one of the in, the in the scent market, one of the big sellers in the last few months, and certainly coming into the autumn winter, has been scented candles, and a lot of the perfume companies are making scented candles. Um, so, how do you actually smell a scented candle? I mean, you cannot physically, you know, going to pick it up into a store, you're not allowed to touch things. Whereas doing a, a, a scented oil version of that, that's that we can apply. Uh, to a, a brochure or a flyer and made it to them, they can smell it in the house exactly how it's going to be. And, mm. and then they can obviously purchase yeah, it either in store or online. It's a fascinating challenge, and I'm glad you've uh, got many different strands and ways of adapting to that. Uh, it's great to see a business that's got that level of agility. It's really interesting. <laughs> so that's that's it for my sort yeah, of official okay. questions. And now I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions, if that's all right. Um, so just whatever comes to mind. Um, what's yeah, your favourite smell? Favourite smell? Uh, I think it would maybe be well, coffee on a morning, um, which is an obvious one. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I've always liked lavender. I, I, I lavender smell, um, which is always yeah, and it's quite lasting. Is lavender and obviously very good uh, for aromatherapy. What smells do you dislike? Oh, I suppose like most things, you know. Um, um, living in York, we we walk our dog near a, a sewerage work. So, uh, and we you, with a swipe and smell, you can get smells that create smelly socks and and sewerage <laughs> and dog poo things like that. Dare I say it? <laughs> if you could go anywhere and smell anything from any point in history, where would you go and what would you smell? Well, I've never been to France, may I confess, and so I would like to go around to uh, to grass uh, and 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 see the the fields there of all the the, the the flowers and the plants and all the ingredients that perfumers mm. use, and and that's where I would like to head. I think. Uh, what do you think fear smells like? Fear, ooh, um, it'd be quite stark. Um, uh, a very sort of sharp smell that. Um, you would maybe pick, you know, you spray it onto a blotter and you yeah. pick it up, and then you put it down quite quickly. What smell transports you to a strong olfactive memory, and where does it take you? Oh, yeah, I had a sort of similar discussion with my wife just recently, and I, uh, before my my that wife, I used to uh, always wear a perfume uh, aftershave by Jules. Uh, no, it was called Jules. It was Christian Dior, and it was very woody. Uh, 
talky <laughs> smell. And it just sort of reminds me when I was a bit younger. <laughs> it's a very it's strange at the time. I never thought of it. But now it's a very sought after. I think it actually Chris, Christian Dior actually brought that uh, aftershave back. Um, whether it's the same or not, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try it. Um, I'd love to get hold of a vintage bottle from the 80s, you know. What fragrance are you wearing right now? Uh, right now, uh, it'll be Armani. Um, I'm, yes, I'm, for, I'm sorry for the, the, uh, the independent artisans. Uh, it's, uh, I can't which Armani is. It's, it's one I've used a couple of times. What does summer smell of to you? Oh, well, yes, things like, you know, um, obviously rose, um, lavender, cut grass. Um, uh, in fact, a few years ago, uh, I actually spoke with a, a just slightly sidetracking. I, I spoke with a, a wine connoisseur, and she, they were interested in the the swipe and smell varnish because uh, cut grass apparently is the same as uh, mm. Cabernet Sauvignon, I think wine apparently. So um, cut grass is always yeah, uh, but not great if you suffer from hay fever because you don't remind me that I, I'm quite fortunate I don't. What smell <laughs> reminds you of school? Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be a school dinners one. So I think a custody smell. I think that's where, um, you know, I think of uh, school dinners. Finally, scientists have just invented a smellophone. Who do you ring first? Oh, I, my wife, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and just say, would you believe? <laughs> this, is the, this is the future. This is the present. You know? I mean, I, I, people occasionally will, will mention this to us, saying it's only a pity you couldn't actually get the digital on to you know being able to smell masses well there are sort of ways that digital has now been incorporated incorporated into testing sense and i, I know that penaligans have got a new ai artificial intelligence system called alice that allows the re, the consumer um when it goes into store to uh it asks several questions on the screen uh and it narrows it down and then, and then basically advises you of what the perfume you might like, so you're not going through lots and lots of uh, in the store. I'm pointing you in the right direction. Um, well, thanks ever so much, Andy, for joining us. It's been really interesting talking to you to get your perspective on, you know, on the kind of the the fringes of the perfume industry, but actually with a product that's quite integral to how we uh, experience smell. It's been great talking to you, Andy. Thank you ever so much. The Sniff is written and produced by me, Nicola Thomas, with music by Phil Collingwood. You can find all our reviews online at the-sniff.com. We're also on Instagram at the Sniff website and Twitter with the same handle. If you'd like to support our work, please find us on Buy Me A Coffee. The web address is buymeacoffee.com forward slash the Sniff. Our guest today was Andy Hudson from Maximise Scent Marketing. We weren't paid or sponsored in cash or in kinds to feature this brand. Thanks very much for listening.